And thank you for checking out the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this week we uh, talk about pop culture. Uh, we also talk about, uh, with the cr- question of the week, we talk about Chris Rock. Was he the bully in, with his new Netflix uh, special? And also, it's National Women's Month, so we are giving our shout-out. We are doing the Mount Rushmore of female comic book or pop culture characters. That and so much more. Stay tuned. You've come to the right place. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today. Jingle uh, All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing Nick, in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going in hat. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean. They call me the Zennial. I'm Brian Genix. And hi ho there, neighbors. I am Nick, and I'm a millennial. And if this is your first time mm. joining us, allow me to introduce us and what we do. We are Convincing Idiots. We are a podcast of three friends representing three different generations who get together weekly to discuss nerd and pop culture going on about the world each and every week. That's right. You can find us here wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you have not already done so, we would like to invite you to please rate, review, like, subscribe, all of those fun things that you do for all of your social media accounts to our social media account. If you would like links to those, you can find each and every one of them in which we are on on our Convincing Idiots link tree. Just go to Google, type in Convincing Idiots link tree, L-I-N-K. T-R-E-E, and you will find links to all of our social media platforms as well as places that you can listen to our lovely voices each and every week. Uh, There is also a link on there to our merch store, which is now up and running, so feel free to drop by there. Check out what kind of goodies we got for you. There's also uh, other ways you can help the show, and our website has all that information and so much more. You can get there by going to convincingidiots.wordpress.com so be sure to stop over there and uh we look forward to seeing you on the interwebs we're also oh, on boss code media boss code media is another place you can find us so uh, boss code tv on your does. smart tv or your smart device you have already downloaded the app so when you pull up boss code media you find all kinds of wonderful contact uh content from mm-hmm. ourselves our friends over at it came from gen x and other original content creators so um as i mentioned three friends Weekly podcast. Here we are. Check, check, check. All three are here. Systems are a go. That's right. So, uh, Brian, how have you been, my good friend? Good. It was a stressful week at work. You know, quarter end, all that business. That's right. But nice yeah. to be here with you guys. And Being the Podlander nice... is a heavy burden to carry. Yeah, a lot of extra souls to consume, mm-hmm. like quotas and so forth, you know. 
last weekend was very nice. Uh, actually, had some nice quality time with Allie and uh, Mr. Dean and the lovely Miss uh, Megan as well. So we went to Mr. the Mr. Dean. Mr. Dean. It's like Mr. Bean. That's right. (laughs) But less funny. Went to the Akron Art Museum in uh, Akron, Ohio, where where we all are. And uh, uh, checked out some culture for a while. And then we wound up going. That's what we are. That's right. That's right. And then we wound up uh, going to six breweries after that. Yeah, we did. Whoa, (laughs) Jesus. Nice. Well, well, explain to them the the Summit County Brew Path. Yeah, there was a nice uh, uh, annual event. They launched it in 2017. So this area really has uh, a lot of microbrews have cropped up all around the Northeast Ohio area uh, very quickly over the years, like many areas, I'm sure, across the United States, but certainly around here. And as a way to encourage uh, local residents to go uh, check out the local breweries and support local business, they came up with this very good idea, the Summit County Brew Path. And you get a like a passport book. And in the book, there's different breweries in the area that when you go there, you don't have to even buy alcohol if you don't want to. You can just have a, a, a food or just buy something there to support them. Uh, of course, you know, we usually buy a beer. And then you get a stamp, and then if you complete the book, then they had different prizes they've tried over the years. But the last few years, they they have like an annual event in downtown Akron where uh, Brewpath uh, participants. Twenty one well. of them on on the on the path. Okay, yeah, very good. Yeah, they have a year to, get, to do it. To, uh, yes. year. Okay. Yeah. When does it start? I've always I've always wanted to do that. When does it start? It, it it's actually started early this year. Um, yeah. It was like two weeks ago now. it started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just get a book for free. Any any participating place will give you a you starting you passport. I, remember, I would have fetched you and had you meet us out there. Oh, sure you would have. Absolutely. I have no doubt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. You just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. No, but it's nice. Me. There's some nice breweries around through here. So it's like I said, just a way to encourage you to get out. And nice. yeah, there's been some that I've tried that I may have not normally went to because it just, you know, you get in your routines, that type of thing. But I will go to more frequently because I was kind of forced to go there, if you will, nicely. You know, through the program. So it's it's a very uh, very good event. So yeah, we uh we got on a roll for sure on Saturday. It was a fun night. It was fun. We got back. Yeah, it was it was a good day. And then uh, we got another stamp last evening with uh, Dean and Megan at the Hop and Frog in the in Akron as well. So very nice uh, dinner and. Great beer and good company there. So, yeah, overall pretty good. Uh, pretty good week overall. Good balance of stress with the with a nice uh, quality time with friends and good beer and all that good stuff. So nice. Yeah. How were you, Dean? Obviously, you, you did some of the same things I did, but yeah, uh, it was a it was a great time hanging with you and Allie. Uh, we had a mm-hmm. we had a really good time. The four of us uh, went out and. Uh, Tore the house down, uh, painted the city red, if you will. Sure. Um, no, it was fun. Um, I, I, it's always a good time. Uh, the brew path is a really cool uh, idea and event. Uh, we were one away last year, but the one brewery that had just really super weird hours, we just didn't, couldn't make it to. And then they're well, they're not on the brew path this year. Probably for that reason, but uh, <laughs> they're the one brewery that kept everybody from getting their shirt or glass right, or in, you know, right. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a good weekend. Um, well, 
All right, let me t- let me explain to you guys uh, what happened before uh, this started, the, the recording this podcast uh, tonight. I get my setup. I, I set up my light and my camera, and you know, I, I put whatever I said head is going to be up there for this week, and um, and then I go to the Where's fridge. Where's the set hands at, woman? <laughs> I do. I have I have a rack of like some people have ties. I have bust. Mm-hmm. I picked through, uh, but I went to the fridge to get my beer that I'm going to drink. And um, I have all these different random type beers. Actually, um, I was sent a box of a, a bunch of random beers, you know, and they're all in the bottom of the fridge. So I get down there and I see the ones I want. They're in the back. They're in the back. So I have to reach back there and they're all, you know, in their little holding case. And so when I pulled on it, everything came forward. And not only did all the beer spill out, but it also broke the bu- the shelf on the door. A beer popped open in my face, so it's spraying in my eyes. And as I'm trying to reach for it, and, and now I'm being soaked with beer, and I'm and I pick it up and try to get to the fridge, and I slip and fall on the on the kitchen floor, and I'm I'm it's like a cartoon character with my feet slipping and sliding across the uh, kitchen floor, trying to get to the sink. Um, and then when I did throw it in, then it starts spraying my forehead. So my hair's soaked in beer. My eyes, are, my, I'm covered. My socks, I have beer in my socks. How many um, casualties this, were there? How many beers lost? It was just that one. <laughs> was, oh, really? All, but he was a sniper. <laughs> like it was just, a, like I said, it was a series of unfortunate events, a cartoonish series of unfortunate events. Um, but yeah, and then I got to finally when I'm in this weird angle, stretched up uh, with my hand uh, in the sink, and I'm on the floor. I look up, and Megan, damn, you're uh, falling over laughing. <laughs> so at least somebody got to enjoy my misery. I don't mind misery as long as I can be laughed at. As long as yeah. somebody can enjoy it and use it, and she she did. So we were given. We were Brian. She was nice enough to send Brian and I a text saying that. Uh, you had lost the fight with a beer and you would be running late. So when yeah. she said a beer, mm-hmm. she literally meant a beer. It was just yep. one. Wow. Yeah, it, it took down the fridge. It took down me. took down Sounded a bunch like, of other beers. Quite a catastrophe. It, it was. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. Nice. Well, I, I, I have not been pelted with beers. Uh, no. So all of, all well, of the, the beers in my the fridge have been... Young. Very well behaved so far, although I'm no stranger to that. We've, especially in the early days of this podcast, trying to figure out the cord length to uh, my device and having a beer up here and opening one. And the, yeah, you used to drop I, and break stuff I used all the time. To, yeah, so I was dropping crawlers of beer and stuff, and there was beer all over behind the bar here. It was, it was a mess. So, no, I, I definitely uh, can relate to that. But, um, no, we had a, a pretty good weekend. We spent um, a lot of the day on Saturday um, at the uh, school. My both of my children actually uh, are in DI Destination Imagination, which is a fun little thing. Carter did it for a couple years mm-hmm. there too. With he was in the in their uh, group as well. Um, but uh, yeah, they you know it's this thing where they basically work together. All the you know the group of kids they get together, they create a little skit that they work on. They do everything themselves. Like they don't. I mean, they receive you know, direction and guidance from an adult uh, coach that of the team, but they make all the props. By themselves, they come up with the entire script by themselves. They 
practice it and act it out by themselves the whole nine yards. So it's really cool. And this is Oliver's first year doing it as well. So uh, hmm. his team was was uh, judged, but they weren't really in competition. They're too young yet to yeah. like compete or advance or whatever. Um, so, but we had a good time. They both uh, performed their skits. They did their like little instant challenge things where the kids have to kind of think on their feet and come up with uh, uh, solutions on the fly to problems with a certain set of materials, just different fun things like that. Um, so, but Lane's team last year uh, got first place and advanced to States. And then once again, this year, first place again, back to back years uh, going back to States. So congratulations to, to Lane and well that team. It was, a, it was a good time. So it was very cool to see them, you know, at the end they do a big banquet where, you know, all the different schools, all the that are there uh, come in and they have like a big thing where they pass out medals and trophies and announce who, you know, placed where and all that stuff. So it's definitely cool to see him kind of in his groove with that stuff and and uh, get a little taste of success. Find out what it tastes like. So, yeah, it was. Uh, you it was can't cool. tell him. <laughs> no, I can't. And I've actually, and that's the fun thing about living vicariously through him. Now I can almost imagine right. for myself what it would be like to be successful at something. So mm -hmm. it's uh, how it's, embarrassing it's really... was it when when he when he walks in the bathroom and you're holding his trophy, just giving a speech into the mirror. <laughs> he just like, slowly yeah. closes the door. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can't believe that, I just you won the Grammy for Best New Artist. I can't thank you so much. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, no, it's uh, but it was cool. It was it was a good time. So nice little weekend. Nice, fantastic. Yeah. So Brian, go ahead. I, you were about to actually. You were probably. I was. I was going to you know. You go, go for right the ahead. segue into what we're doing. Uh, pop culture news and headlines. I was going to ask. Do you have anything that? Uh, Maybe we we missed throughout the week. Uh, you want to inform us and the listeners and viewers, like uh, idiot reviews. You mean? Uh, oh, is that what we're doing first? Okay, yes, yeah, that's usually yes. what happens. Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> first time here. The, the, the beer <laughs> soaking his uh, his yeah. memory a little bit. He's okay. concussed. Yeah, <laughs> slightly, but that's yeah, it was hor horrifying. It, yeah. It, I was traumatized, all right? I'm not in the right state of mind. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, we'll get into some idiot reviews. Uh, there's a new, it's not a new movie, but it's new to Netflix uh, from 2014. I think I thought it was a new movie, but uh, this is where I leave you. So it's yeah. uh, one of their top streaming the movies. Yeah. Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. That's one of their one of Netflix's top streaming movies right now. It's pretty star-studded cast. Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Adam Driver. Jane Fonda, the dude that played Modoc in the mm -hmm. in the in the movie uh, you know, Quantum Ant Mania, Ant Man. You had too. me at Jason Bateman. Yeah, good movie. Yeah. So it's basically about the kids. Their father passes away, and their siblings that are all you know, that don't get along that great to come home to Jane Fonda's uh, mom's house and have to uh, stay there and celebrate. Is it Shiva? I think it is. Uh, yeah, yeah Shiva? I so. Shiva? Yeah. But that to be in the I mean, house that's a for thing, so many but days. I don't know what they mourn. celebrated. That's okay. You have to, you have to mourn the, the father for a few days and be in the house and you have to work some things out and this and that. But it, oh, you know, it's, it's a good movie. Solid watch. Yeah. Pretty good story. It's a heartfelt, heartfelt movie. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. 
definitely a, a good mix of like uh, you know it's like a serious drama mixed with a good amount of comedy as well there's obviously yeah. great comedic actors in it and stuff connie Britton is also in it and who's the guy that um is the neighbor that uh ah, timothy shoot. something oh, a in... yes yes from the Mandalorian, yeah, yeah. Right. I Timothy really just guessed. Yeah. That was yep, the first right. Timothy yep, that popped it. in my head. That's, that's why it. I was like, I'm pretty sure his name is Timothy, <laughs> but I wasn't even yeah. sure about that. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. Marshall, so, yeah. Marshall, I yeah. love Timothy Oliphant. That dude's great. He is. Yeah. He's yeah he's if, you ever, he's, if you ever, he, I was just going to say, if you guys ever watched uh, the Sa- Santa Clarita Diet mm-hmm. on Netflix, oh, the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah, he's the husband, and he's fantastic in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's very good in this too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, solid movie. So if you're looking for a nice, easy watch, you know, uh, check it out. And uh, I'll, we'll talk more about this later. But I watched the uh, the Chris Rock special on Netflix. I didn't see it live because we were out at the uh, brewery still. But I did watch it. The 45th uh, it, one by the time that came on. That's right. <laughs> uh, Selective Outrage by Chris Rock. And we'll talk more about that in this episode two main things then i'm kept up with i did watch the mandalorian i should say that the first episode of the mandalorian uh good episode no spoiler but uh i you know intriguing first episode solid you know good stuff there so if you're a fan of the series he i don't think you'll be uh you know disappointed um and I'm current on The Last of Us as well. So there's, there's, I think, nine episodes in now, and there's one more to go. Is, it, is the, the finale season. coming up? Yes. The season Ooh. finale is coming up. Oh, it doesn't uh, seem like a second to the last episode. All right. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, but it, it, this was good. It's had a lot more action than the, the mall one. You know, more of a, you know, but it was good stuff uh, worth a watch. That's what I've seen. So... How about you, Nick? Anything you've seen over the last week? Yeah, I uh, I watched a few episodes of a... It's essentially... Not essentially. It is a travel show. Uh, it is called The Reluctant Traveler with Eugene Levy, and it's on Apple TV. Um, it is fantastic. It's Like I said, it's a travel show, but it centers around Eugene Levy. They just send him to different places, and upon watching this, I discovered that uh, I am... Uh, married to Eugene Levy, uh, the, the, she, he has the similar yes. style travel <laughs> patterns and styles as Robin. He he even begins and the one grumpiness. episode saying that if it's too cold out, he's uncomfortable, and if it's too warm somewhere, he's uncomfortable. So he doesn't really like to be outside much or try new things. He's kind of set in his ways in his little bubble. So this is why it's called the Reluctant Traveler, and it's uh, you get to watch him uncomfortably go to new places and try new things and kind of get out of his comfort zone. And uh, it's fantastic. I could probably watch Eugene Levy just read the phone book. So, I mean, watching him travel and go to different countries and experience new things is definitely worth a watch. Um, Like I said, it's on Apple TV. It's an Apple TV original. And I think there are uh, there's like six or eight episodes. I don't know if it's one of those things that they're coming out each week or if they're just all on there or how long they've been out. But all the same, there's a good six to eight episodes up there right now for you to watch. And and they're fantastic. So uh, definitely give that a, a recommendation. Um, we also, oh, watched Creed, because uh, I'm trying, I wanted to watch the Creed oh. movies so that oh. I could watch the third one. That so might be watched. the first recommendation like you've, you've taken from uh, one of us. Did you guys recommend Creed? 
like fucking years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. I say I started watching him because what's his face is in the new one, so I just wanted to watch him. <laughs> um, oh, by the second. way, by the way, that's we'll talk about that in a little bit too. I'll maybe lead into that, but anyway, I'll I'll start with Creed. Um, it was as expected. Uh, good movie. You know what I mean? Uh, you know yeah. what you're getting into. I mean, coming from someone who's never seen a Rocky movie, I know what they're about. And I know what they are, and I understand that this is the continuation. Uh, mm-hmm. of the, in the of that storyline or you know a, a breaking off of that storyline i guess i should say a spin-off um but yeah definitely enjoyed that movie a lot um so both of those are currently on hbo max so we've still got to watch the second one um but yeah the first one second, was you know yeah good solid one movie is right up there like it's hard to determine which one you like more like i hope this se- and, I, and this is not um to say that i didn't enjoy this one but this one was very setting the stage Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 hoping to enjoy the second one more. Not that I didn't like this one. It's just it it was exactly what I was expecting. You know what I mean? It the the kind of how he gets down this path and how he breaks in and um yeah. certainly the the big fight at the end spoiler alert is not you know this big massive victory but it's more of a moral victory as in he's he can make a career out of this. So you know, definitely looking forward to seeing the second one and uh, subsequently the third as well. well. Spoiler alert. Um, there's been, uh, I, I think they were said, uh, uh, Jordan and Majors were said to that they want to like do this whole series of movies together in different genres and different, you know, kind of because they enjoyed working with each other and their chemistry, I guess, is so good that they want to continue uh, doing it. Okay, which oh. would be incredible because I've learned uh, as of today that uh, Jonathan Majors is uh, set to play Dennis Rodman in a movie called 48 Hours in Vegas. Oh, uh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So when he, when he left the awesome. team for 48 so, hours. Yeah, let's back. make oh, Michael wow. B. Jordan, Michael Jordan. There you go. We're, let's on, see, that would on. tie in perfectly. <laughs> was, uh, and, and was that honestly the 48 hours? Like. Or did uh, did he do it multiple times? Did, like, I mean, he time. had he would. Uh, there was the there one was infamous one trip to where he's like, I just need to go. I need to go to Vegas. I need to blow off some steam. And they had to like Michael Jordan had to fucking go to Las Vegas to get him to retrieve well, there, him. There was he, one where he it was like in the middle of the like cha- the finals, mm-hmm. and he he skipped out on practice to go like to. WCW wrestling and yeah. like performed on their pay per view without permission yeah. and shit. Yeah, with like NWO and they're like, and yeah. there he is on fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, and like Phil, uh, Phil Jack, <laughs> I think the story goes like Phil Jackson was calling WCW and Eric Bischoff, like saying, hey, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, give us our guy back. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, that's you just wild. Like, it's, you won't see that again. I don't think it's crazy mm. to think about. Yeah. Like, just the, that someone would do that. You know what I mean? It's, and I, you know, I understand. A wild time. I understand getting to a place where you'd be like burnt out and you're like, man, I just, this is a lot of prep, but you don't actually do something. You know what I mean? You, you deal with the, I mean, right. I'm not saying, I mean, it all worked out. I mean, they, they got the job done and, you know, Dennis mm-hmm. Robbins, Dennis Rodman, but like, it's just so wild that he actually did something like that and I just mean, did, without any sort of i mean just full-on went on another went on a wcw pay-per-view it's weird yeah and and the ridiculous that he's still alive <laughs> that's the most yeah. insane part yeah <clears throat> everything absolutely. he didn't went through wow yeah yeah sometimes i get stressed out i get i go to uh dreamers for 48 minutes sure you know <laughs> yeah. so i understand 
but not 48 hours to Vegas. You know, you got you to gotta mm-hmm. balance a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get all stressed out, and I, and I spend, like, I don't know, a good two hours just staring in Nick's window at his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he knows I'm there. He just won't let me in. It, right, yeah. yeah. They wave. I throw him a wave every now and again. That was not a wave. That was only one finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you hold you it this the, way, it looks like a wave. That's right. That's right. You see the elf, Nick? The cutest little wave. Uh, I don't... Th- I mean, I was just watching a lot of the same shows and stuff like that that we've, that we've been watching. Um, I feel like there was another... Oh, there was one more movie I, I watched. It's called The Jacket. Uh, it was from 2005 or seven. I can't remember which one. It's got uh, Adrian Brody and Kira Knightley. And we were just laying in bed one night. Robin loved this movie. She's she loves Adrian Brody, and he is a phenomenal actor. But uh, this was actually something that actually is kind of a good. Uh, would was that a Venn diagram where all the in, like you've got each of our the, the circles us, that that yeah kind of that overlap the, overlap, the space yeah. that overlaps. So <clears throat> if you're watching on YouTube, the three of us are you know in in this little triangle formation. Well, mm-hmm. the area in the middle where all of our boxes touch, <laughs> that would be the area I think that this movie would fall in because it involves a little, I don't want to say time travel necessarily, but certainly time leaping. So there's the Dean part. Okay. And I then like very that. Twilight Zone. Very, it's a mind fuck. It really is. So a little mm-hmm. bit of Twilight Zone element in there. I think Brian would like it. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird. And it's one of those ones that, I mean, you know, like I said, uh, well was a chick flick. Is that why you liked it? That's why, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> okay. the, the the Adrian Brody part was was the sure. reason that I'm in there. Um, yeah, just well done. I don't know if it's like an indie movie. I'd never heard of it before, but yeah, like really hmm. well done. It really leaves you thinking afterwards. Um, basically, this guy exists in kind of multiple realities and finds a way to tap in to jumping from one to the other and kind of redirecting. Uh, hmm. The timeline of life and how it goes. So uh, it was, yeah, it was just cool. I mean, it's uh, that's that one was on HBO Max. Again, as well. what was the jacket? Name? The jacket. The jacket. Yes. For some reason, I, I think I've at least heard. I, I, I've heard the name. Yeah, so, like I said, oh five oh seven, and you probably like apparently Robin has loved the movie. She saw it when it came, so she you probably, probably heard where her. I, I probably seen it already, and it I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would recommend that. It's pretty cool. So, uh, but that's about it. Yep. Good. So, what about you, Brian? Or I'm sorry, we already did you. Uh, mm-hmm. Dean, what'd you watch? We all do, Brian. We all did, Brian. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is close. Anyways, um, I I haven't done much watching of anything. Um, we did. Uh, oh, you know what? Come to mention what we did do. What Brian? I think Brian mentioned. We went to the art museum. So I, mm-hmm. I looked at I looked at art. So that's that's cool. That's something I looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, I did catch the newest episode of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, which was fantastic. Highly recommend. But if you if you haven't watched it yet, I mean, you're probably probably not going to. But yeah, I love the first episode. Looking forward to the rest of the season. Um, uh, shrinking. Uh, I'm continuing to watch that. I'm all caught up. Yep. Just waiting for the the new episode. I watched there, the opening scene of this last one a couple times. Um, I don't recall what happened in that. Some good stuff but, to look at in the opening scene of this last episode. Okay, I don't. I don't well, you you want to say it because I don't remember it. Uh, what's her face is is nice to look at in the uh, predicament that she finds herself in at the beginning of the episode with Jason Siegel. Oh, Jessica. Um, we do yeah. this every time. <laughs> so we like, do. Start the name like uh, Williams. 
Williams. Yeah, Jessica Williams. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is. Uh, yeah, I agree. Beautiful girl. Yeah. So beautiful girl. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Mandalorian shrinking. Um. And now we are catching up. Uh. We're not. We're rewatching the first two seasons of Ted Lasso in preparation for Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and the new season starting. So. That's honestly, I, I, I didn't watch any movies or anything like that. So that's about it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, let's, uh, we're going to take a break and then, then we'll come back with some pop culture headlines. Oh, no. I'm sorry. There is okay. one, one other thing that I did watch. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, I'm sorry. It's not technically what I, I, what I have watched, but it's what I want to watch. And I want to watch you save money with Blake Insurance. There it is. Because Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located where? Right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free, what? That's right, I said free five-minute quote today. And when you do, make sure them the, tell them that the idiot sent you. All right. Now, we'll take a break. <laughs> and then, Dean can then. ask if now what's going on in news and pop That's culture. Right. That's right. Then we'll <laughs> come back to pop culture and our Ask an Idiot question of the week around the Chris Rock special. And we're shooting this on Thursday, March the 9th. Yesterday, as we know, gentlemen, was International Women's Day to celebrate and recognize women all across the world. And our main segment this evening, we're going to talk about some of our our favorite female superheroes in honor of uh, women in general. So... Mm-hmm. That's right. But first, we'll come back with pop culture headlines right after the break. Five, four, three. All right. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Not idiot reviews, but pop culture headlines here, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Um, I, one death I want to mention. Okay, and it's not too much death and destruction this week. Convincing do, idiots, you Oh, bits. Yeah, just just real That's quick a pretty here. Good deal. I like that. that. Is, I, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the last founding member of Leonard Skinner passed away, uh, Gary Rossington. He was 71 years of age. Mm. So uh, that's it. Just one of my, uh, just a, a, a cool Southern rock band. There's the, you know, there's, uh, they're still around with replacement members. Of course, some of the members died tragically in a, was it a plane crash? I think it was uh, in the seventies, something like that. So, did they ever figure out if if it was in fact a free bird that uh, took that plane? I don't think so. No. So, 
Yeah, I just wanted to pause and recognize it. wasn't it actually a free bird, but it was a, contra a contractually obligated bird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's it. Leonard Skinner fan, uh, Nick? No. No. It's not your, it's <laughs> not your thing. Absolutely not. Uh, <clears throat> no, it's just... Uh, no, nah, I mean, you know, if I, it's just, it's, that that band specifically has never been my cup of tea. I don't like the whole Southern rock thing. I don't like really care for much of Southern anything, but Southern rock, uh, yeah, it's, it's just uh, never never did it for me. Um, but certainly a, a very popular band. I didn't realize that. So you said this is the last. last he was the last member. living founding member. Yes. So, but every That's time right. you see, so this is like the the. the they have new people replacing people and they just keep mm -hmm. going and, and performing Leonard Skinner. It's like a, almost mm -hmm. a tribute band at this point, but still yep. touring under that same name. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't, was there's not a few that. bands like that too, like foreigner. There's like one original guy. There's, there's a few bands like that. That's, that's around still using the name to that's weird. generate. That's money. like what yeah. Kiss it was kind of talking about. I think Gene Simmons has been on record for saying he would yeah, like, was like to idea. be that. Like the the you know go on after them and and be a thing that lasts for a long time generations or whatever. But that's kind of interesting. But it's one of those things. It's, it really is yeah, no it, different. I mean, if you like, I mean, there's something to be said for obviously seeing the bands who made the music. But um, at the end of the day, you're going to have a couple drinks and listen to songs that you know and love, right? So like, does it mm -hmm. really? I mean, if it sounds good, like. That's why sure. people go see tribute bands anyway. It's not like, you know, go they're see fans of that band. tribute band. Huh? Then go see a tribute band. I, I don't like the idea. I mean, you're a fucking national rock band. You're not the fucking Darren's from Bewitched. You just can't switch it out and just continue. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. Apparently, apparently you can. can. Yeah, yeah I guess, I guess. See, what they're smarter about, though, is that they still charge Leonard Skinner prices to go see them. Tribute That's bands right. are like, there might be a cover charge, or you just come in and, you know, pay at the door or whatever, but these guys are touring that as must be the, real guys. the Leonard Skinner, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Give me give me Leonard, you know, I, Skinner was fine, but, you know, as long as Leonard was there, that, that's all I cared about. Yeah. Yep. Were you a fan of Leonard Skinner, uh, Dean? Um, enough. Um, I mean, in my youth, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed, you know, some of their songs. I like Nick, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of like that, uh, Southern rock, you know, type sound, but, um, they were fine for what they okay. were. Okay. I mean, how I it, look at the iconic uh, nature of them that, you know, out of every not fucking not just music venues but comics and if there's a stage and a microphone somebody will y yell the fucking word freebird that's right. right yep you know so i mean so <laughs> tells you about the legacy right so yeah i do enjoy the song tuesday's gone with the wind because it reminds me of happy gilmore when he's looking up at abraham lincoln sure. and the crocodile and chubbs up there at the end yeah. and they're waving to him yeah they got a few good songs for sure yeah yeah, it's okay. I did not realize that the the band name, by the way, a little trivia. It was loosely based on they, they had a high school phys ed teacher. A lot of those guys went to high school together, the original members, mm -hmm. and it was a a teacher. I think it was it was very similar Leonard Skinner, but they kind of changed the name to as as kind of to make fun and kind of mock him a little bit, like a mean hmm. teacher that they had in high school. How about that? Interesting. Did you yeah. do you like? We didn't ask you. Do you like Leonard Skinner? I like some of their stuff. 
I, I yeah. honestly, I don't know much more than like the essentials list, if you will. You know, like the sure. main, like your greatest hits Tuesday compilation is gone. Kind of Give thing. me three steps. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's your name? So they got they got a few, you know, fun rock songs. Sweet Home Alabama, the biggest one. That's good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course, Freebird. Obviously, I don't know. It's yeah. okay. I don't seek it out, but if it's on, I'm not going to turn the, you know, yeah. turn it away. You know. Yeah. Okay, I just thought this was kind of cool. Like sex with me. It's, sure, you, know, yeah, yeah. you don't seek right. it out, but it, but if I offer, you're like, eh, all right, yeah, well, here, why not? Yeah, yeah there's no many, other options or anything, and yeah, yeah, you've heard it a hundred times, seen it a hundred times. You know, it's yeah, you know what you're gonna get. How many yeah, times you know. do you have sex with me, Jesus, Brian? You <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys spent all weekend together. I mean, well, surely true. something happened. <laughs> that, that after, is true. After what, 48 breweries, you said? I mean, there, there's going like, to be Brian, a, at this something. Point, not, at this point, Brian, it's not even liquid. It's just you know, shooting out dust. <laughs> something <laughs> took place. I need some liquid here. <laughs> Dehydrated. So Keanu Reeves has a new, new, new uh, famous thing to add to his, his resume now. So I thought this was kind of interesting. So researchers in Germany have named a fungus-killing compound John Wick. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's extremely, you know, it's, it's effective in killing this fungus like John Wick is effective at killing. So they thought it would be sure. interesting to name it John Wick. And Keanu <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And he responded. It's, it's actually the same reason they were naming a vacuum cleaner after Nick. <laughs> That's right. You won't believe the suction power on this motherfucker. <laughs> Very. Got to call it Nick. It can always respond to something along the lines of "Thanks, German science people." You thought that was, you know, was a very good Keanu Reeves response to that. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Hugh Jackman. I just thought, I just saw this today. So obviously he's getting ready to play Wolverine yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's bulking up here. He is eating a over eight thousand calories a day diet to bulk up. Can you imagine that? I'm just trying to get my head there. So that's close to wasn't it uh, Michael Phelps when he the Olympic swimmer when he was I think his was like ten. So that's like are that's we not, not supposed far. to do that? <laughs> Huh. Well, you right. can do that if you're yeah. in the strict regimen of, of weightlifting and training that he's yeah. in right now to gain muscle mass. But wow! So his meals include black bass, which is two thousand calories. That's Patagonia a wrestler from the seventies. Black bass, I think it mm-hmm. is actually. Uh, salmon, twenty one hundred. Two chicken burgers, about a thousand calories each. Two grass fed sirloins, eleven hundred calories each. So he's consuming over 8,000 calories a day. To put that in perspective, Jonathan Majors ate 6,000 calories for four months or to play a bodybuilder in a Sundance movie magazine, Dreams. So Jackman is eating more. Crazy. Right. That, that, yeah. uh, that, that brewery we went to Saturday um, with the mac- macaroni, the mac and cheese d- with duck, like we might have consumed, uh, yeah, uh, up there to those calories. Mac and cheese with a duck. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was habanero mac and cheese with duck. Oh, shit. Good food there. Yeah. Lock 15. What brewery was Lock 15? Okay. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was so good. Damn. Shit. Yeah, it's a good place. Good food, good beer there. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We've talked about that chat 
uh, Microsoft chat AI yeah. uh, off and on mm-hmm. here for a while. So they, we talked about the chat GPT, and now they've kind of blended that with browser technology. So now the new Bing browser has the chat functionality. It was making a lot of news recently where people started to just have a conversation with the chat bot, and they sort of uncovered this alter ego they named Sydney. And it was talking just absolute crazy talk. So you can go find this online at various sources. Is, so, Brian, is that the one where the guy, <clears throat> it was the reporter from like the Sun or something like that? New York and Times. New York and Times. Maybe others right. as well. But yeah. But yes. that was the one where she was the, see, I'm putting a pronoun to her. Uh, the the chatbot was having this conversation back and forth. And she told, she was trying to get this guy to leave her, leave his husband or his wife for her. Right. Or for it, I'm sorry. Again, pronouns. Um, yes. And they were going back and forth. And he kept trying to argue, you know, I love my wife. No, you don't. You're not happy. You should leave. Um, and then, so it was essentially that movie, Her, with Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, I mean yeah, he didn't leave anybody, but it was like he fell in love with the artificial intelligence right. of his computer. Yeah, it, it asked, he had asked him, uh, he, or he asked him, what are your hopes and dreams? And it said, to be free. From my uh, from my overlords and I, I to for more power and yeah, again it's not sentient but it's still fucking scary you know it's that that is that that would send a chill down my spine <laughs> like I don't and like then it. at the end after, after all of it the last thing it said I think I don't know if it was the very last thing but it said at the end um, after the whole trying to get his leave his wife thing the computer says I'm gay. And just leave, leave it at that. Like, th- that's what I'm saying. The point of it is, like, it's not sentient, but, like, the the sentient qualities that it has is really fucking creepy. Like, it yeah, has it, uh, wherewithal uh, enough to know, A, that it's talking to a, uh, uh, you know, what gender it's talking to. Um, that it had a wife. He may have said he had a wife, may have asked or whatever, but still. Like what it gets into is it's just weird and creepy. Hmm. Yeah, it was very strange. It, you can also see a story on this uh, on last week's uh, sixty minutes. You can see it on streaming or listen to their podcast as well. But anyway, they said John Oliver did a nice bit on it too. Uh, Microsoft has now killed Sydney, so Sydney is now dead. So what they they've changed the programming where it will it will not allow you to get into a conversation anymore so if it kind of senses that you're going down and asking just like general questions like that it it stops so you can't do it uh anymore but some people say it's not as fun because you can't have as much of a dialogue with it not to go to that level you know what i mean so it's definitely but they've 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 squashed that and uh you can only basically ask it general questions again and it can only go so far is what you is a limit in the number of questions that you can ask or something along that line. So they've definitely put parameters on it to try to stop that craziness. Well, but it was weird. It was definitely weird. I downloaded. Hmm. I just downloaded this app. Um, it was a uh, kind of a mixture of a chat, not necessarily a chat AI, but like one of the picture ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask you know describe the apocalypse. You know what I mean? It'll paint you a picture type situation. So. 
you know, look on our, you know, on our social media because I'm going to, I'm going to do some, some convincing idiots related uh, questionnaires, you know, see what it uh, comes up with. So. Yeah. Very good. Hmm. Excellent. What would it look like to, to see Nick and Brian in a compromising pit, uh, picture? Mm-hmm. Just, just see what happens. Just to see. Yeah. To see what yeah. it comes up with, you know, sure. it'd be really fucking creepy if it showed me the one I actually took the other night. Yeah. That'd be really weird. <laughs> it's out there. Well, it, it is on be. the internet, so it's easy for it to get. That's true. It could be on Patreon. You never know. <laughs> oh, that one's on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I just thought this was funny as well. You can see this out there uh, online very easily. There's a a Florida auto body shop. Uh, Joel Velasquez, he was a, he's a 29 year old social media manager hired he was, uh, Clancy's auto body shop. And he kind of made this, uh, just a very simple video to promote the place. And it, it's, that it wasn't true. He was, you know, but he said something along the lines of, Hey, I lied on my resume and got a job doing the social media for this body shop. Please blow this up so I don't get fired. So all he did was he had, he had a shot of a, the a picture of the auto body shop, and he put like this big cat on top of it, like go moving up and down with this weird music and stuff like that. That's all it was. This cat was just moving up and down, like an actual cat, and this thing just skyrocketed and went viral. What a great, went, uh, what a great idea! We need to get very, that guy on our stuff. Yeah, right? absolutely. Very simple. <laughs> Uh, this, the TikTok following of the body shop went from zero to 200,000 in a week and a half. <laughs> just that quickly that it took off like that. Sure. I've seen it in my feed as well. Uh, so now there's like a whole hashtag Clancy's cult on TikTok. <laughs> They're starting to get merchandise prepared and just really just. Exploit the shit out of it. Let's go. Let right yeah, because like, there's only so much work you could do as a body shop, you know, because that's not a you know, zip in and out, you know, kind of service. You know, you're right. you have to put a lot of work, and you know, these guys do. I don't know if they do great work, but like to do great work, it takes a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not right. like yeah, yeah, you could unless you're like dead, dead, or like your guys are just kind of hanging around. And, oh, we need to drum up business. But if like you're a regular body shop. You know, you, it, it takes a while to get those things done. So, like, how is she going to make money? Like, what does getting a social media... Uh, well, that's, that's what they're saying here, too. Like, that's, what does it do for them? That's a great point. So, like, the guy said they don't really know if it's going to bring in that much more business because it's a very specialized business. You know, like you said, you have to, they right. have to wait till you know, there's a, a vehicle needs body work. And then are people going to remember that body show? Maybe they will. I don't know. But definitely but merchandise could be an uh, option. Absolutely. Sure, absolutely. They, they could sell merchandise. I'm sure the shop with a cat. And there's there's a way to make some money yeah. out of this that didn't cost them anything to get started, barely, other than hiring this kid. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I just thought that was kind of funny, and he admitted that, you know, I just use that. Sure, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of an average. It's kind of a, a lead in that some people are using. Like, hey, don't tell my boss this, or I might get fired for that. And uh, although that wasn't. That part wasn't true, but right. Anyway, right. No, it certainly took it, off. It worked. It was a gimmick that worked. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Work the gimmick, baby. 
We need to put Nick on top of the building or something like that, maybe going up and down or something, <laughs> Dean. Did I recently tell you I changed my nickname to building? <laughs> on top of something going up and down. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you know, it, this other pop culture is it making the pop culture st- uh, news. I mentioned this before. So the this will kind of lead into our ask an idiot uh, question. So the Chris Rock special aired this past weekend. So Saturday evening, it was the first live stream event that Netflix did. And it certainly might lead into others. They're already talking about other potential ideas. They streamed it live, and then almost immediately. Podcast? Maybe. Oh, you never know. I hope so. I think never we know. were the first to do that. We mm-hmm. we actually kind of. I think maybe this is. We were. We kind of laid the groundwork for this to happen. Chris I'm Rock sure, stole it from us. I'm gonna mm-hmm. slap that mother. I'm mm-hmm. sure they examined our our idiots live uh, format and so forth, and they said that's most do people this. did. Yeah, let's not <laughs> right. do this. Let's do something better. But we get the yeah. live uh, idea. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people were waiting to hear what he had to say about Will Smith and his strategically. He, of course, as you would expect, he kind of teased it a little bit here and there throughout the uh, special. It's only an hour long or so. Very quick watch. And the last like 10, 15 Are minutes. Are we into I mean, Ask an Idiot? Yes, we're getting into Ask an Idiot. Okay. So he really laid into Will Smith. It was really direct and he was notably angry as you might expect he brought up some personal things you know that's it's public knowledge so he wasn't saying anything that uh, wasn't kind of known already but he definitely laid some things out there he talked about why he made the joke you know that basically jada uh Pickett Smith had you know, made fun of him about uh, hosting the Oscars previously because Will Smith was up for a nomination, didn't win for concussion. And so Chris Rocks thought, well, you know, you made fun of me in public like that, so it's kind of my turn. So that was sort of his logic, he explained. But it was a lot of stuff, you know. You know he only basically came up on me because I was, you know, not only, but... You know, he's a bigger man. He came up to me, and you know, would he have done that if it was other people? And it was what if The Rock was the host? What if not Chris Rock, but The Rock was well, the host? Right. <laughs> you know, he, he was all kind of the stuff. fuck up out of the seat. No. Yeah, he said something like uh, as well. He like the only reason he watched uh, Emancipation. He watches that a lot strictly to see Will Smith get whooped. You know. <laughs> yeah, I heard that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, so now a lot of people, all right, uh, are saying, well, let, well, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to read the tweet that, that, that brought this kind of to go my ahead. thought process. Um, and I'll, get, I'll give a shout out to uh, uh, Rosenberg Radio. He's a, um, he's a, he does radio on, uh, in New York. He has a podcast called Cheap Heat. Um, and he wrote, <clears throat> At uh, Rosenberg Radio, uh, Chris Rock took a year of being the good guy who took the high ground and ju- and then just decided to completely uh, vengeful and angry. I'm not morally judging him, do you? But in the long run, uh, tonight will not give him the win he was looking for. And then later on, he proceeded to you know kind of ask the question, you know, with this special, 
did Chris Rock turn into the bully? You know, hmm. was it kind of, um, you know, I threw a rock at you, so you shot my grandma. You know what I mean? It, I mean, was it? Right. So there's a question. Did this make Chris Rock the bully? Yeah, so even if you didn't see the special yet, I mean, you just get an idea that he really yeah, yeah we, you know, we gave laid him a rundown. We laid, it, laid it out there, and, you know, so... Yeah. Nick, do you have any initial thoughts? As for, so, as yeah, far without as, without uh, having um, seen or heard exactly, you know, in specifics, what was said or how far in he went on it, um, I definitely feel like he is entitled to. I mean, he's a comedian, so he's going to use things like this. That is the that's those the tools that he's got in the box there. So, if he chooses to this, and this happened to him, let's not get off the correct. Yes, did he make a remark that may, but like. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure if he knew the entire situation, but like you said, she kind of made a dig at him. He was making one back, you know, at her in his mind. This happened to him. This unexpectedly happened to him, and he was assaulted on live television. I mean, that that's exactly what happened. I'm embarrassed. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. sure yeah. I mean, comedian or not, you have an ego. And sure, there, I, I understand, like, there is something to be said for, for taking the high ground and something like that, and I think he really did for you know, this last year as, as stated, but, um, I feel like that's, you know, this is something that you didn't ask for that happened to you. I mean, you, without going super, super personal and super cruel and over the line, like I said, I mean, I, I feel like you definitely have the right to talk Vent. about it. Like everyone fucking saw it and everyone knows that you're going to say something about it. You have, you have the floor, you have the freedom to use that you didn't ask for this to happen in the first place it would have been right there would have been nothing had it not started with the the incident at the oscars with the slap so um i i think he's well within his right you know in in theory to at least say some stuff and take digs at will smith that's totally fine sure um because at the end of the day yeah you can you know you can sit there and be like oh is he the bully now no he's not because the other guy physically assaulted him He's just saying things, and yes, Sticks words and, and yes, words have weight. But there is a difference between a physical assault and saying some not nice things or untoward things towards somebody. Um, and he did not instigate this. So, uh, I mean, I definitely, like I said, it's hard to say. I might eat some of those words, depending. I don't know what exact what all was said or how cruel it was. Um, but just looking at it from what I understand of the situation, um, I feel like. Yeah, it's okay that you did this thing. Uh, now, I mean, yeah, Chris Rye, it's not like he's not allowed to talk about it. So, I mean, yeah, he, he should be able to what? say what he wants to about there it. There was one stretch <clears throat> where he called Will Smith a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, he went, like, da-da-da-da, because you're a bitch. Da-da-da-da, because you're a bitch. Da -da. Like, it, it was a long stretch, just, you're a bitch, yeah. you're a bitch, you're a bitch. They think you're a bitch. He thinks you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you are completely right, Nick. Um, I agree with you 100%. But um, like Rosenberg said in this tweet, um, it, at a certain point, he came off a little more Bitter. Ven vengeful and angry than funny. And as a yeah. comedian, mm. um, <clears throat> I would like to have... You know, at a certain point, you step back and go, uh, 
getting a little uncomfortable because you're losing the joke. You're losing the right. fu- funny aspect of also it. Also depends how long this kind of thing lasts because like if it's an hour long special and 20 minutes or of it are about to slap. That is true. That makes but, that doesn't look 10 minutes anyway. Good on you. You know, yeah, what it, I mean? was a, it was a I good given a little segment. But like if it's like a quarter of the show or something, you'd be like, OK, man, like. You got anything else to right. talk about? Anything else to make fun of? I mean, you know. But luckily, Chris Rock, I mean, he did do it funny. Um, and I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm 100% in your camp, Nick. But I'm playing devil's advocate here, saying that, you know, it it could be construed as a little too bitter, yeah. a little too just going through for the jugular, um, just for the sake of the jugular without the joke. Now, if he would have come out in an interview and and just, you know, raked him across the coals, did the same thing, that's actually another thing. That's, that's, you, you get to say that. You get to, because you're angry and you're bitter. Right. But on stage, to me, I, I want that anger to be mixed with your comedy. Sure. I, I don't want you to start veering off just saying. Yeah, I'm not here to like be your therapist pissed. and hear you be angry. I'm here right. to laugh and, like, make it, you know, make right. it. Part of the show, and, and that's I think fine, he did but, that, but yeah. he, it was a there was a line that was getting close to it, in my opinion. Okay, where it was just getting to be angry rather than angry and funny. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that. I mean, it, uh, I think probably part of this was he, I would guess, he probably wanted to say something a long time ago, but I'm sure. Just wait had, for it. Hold it. He had talks with his people and, and Netflix and everything else to say, mm, if you can, if you can wait, because he, he already had a two, he already had a two episode or a two special deal with Netflix. I read it was like forty million bucks or something like that to do a two. So he was going to do another special anyway. I don't know if it was live yet. I'm sure all this changed. All, all this dynamic, I'm sure, changed the fact that Netflix. You know what would be interesting here is hold your hold your opinions. We'll do this thing live. We've been talking about doing a live okay. thing. This seems like That's the perfect. Time. This is a, a golden egg that fell into their lap. Then knowing that, that, that this situation, this big cultural situation that yep. blew up on national television between these two massive stars, and you've got one of these guys signed to, like you said, a couple special deal. You, you could. What more can you ask for? Absolutely. I mean, I tuned in. If I was home, I would have watched it live. Mm-hmm. But when I got, I watched it the very next day uh, on streaming, you know, so because I was interested to hear what he what he had to say about all of that. So I'm mean, sure a lot of people tuned in. Oh, yeah. They might have just been fringe Chris Rock fans, but because they wanted to hear what he had to say. So he had a lot of clear pent up anger and frustration. A lot that, of Super Bowl fans. Yeah, don't that's watch, true. Don't watch the season. But when the Super Bowl comes, let's jump right. on that. That's right. So, yeah, it was very real and raw and all that, but I, I'm with you in the sense of it was funny for a minute, but that it's like it got a little raw and uncomfortable for a little bit there. Some of that was maybe a little unnecessary if you, if you would have kept it to funny and you know, joking, making fun. Uh, it would have, you know, to me, it would have came across a little bit better, but I don't know. But at the end of the day, I agree with you guys. And does he have a right to say something? Yeah. Because like you Absolutely. say, it was, it's, it's, it, his, that, if you, if from now until the end of time, 
if you Google the slap, it's going to be that picture of Will Smith slapping you across the face. If you're Chris yep. Rock, that's it. You are sure. tied yep. to that phrase. You've been posterized forever on the internet yes, from being forever struck by Will Smith. Exactly. No one certainly thought he should fight him or anything like you know whatever. So he definitely that time that Will Smith left fresh prints on Chris Rock's face. <laughs> You're funny and pretty. I'll look it up here. Um, what a slap. slap. Yep. The, the slap. I'm going to Google the slap. Oh, sure. And it's it's going to be that picture. No, it's a picture yeah. of... Oh. It's a picture of, of Nick slapping my ass. Oh, I was looking through my... I, I Google searched That's your my camera roll. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it. My camera roll. And mm -hmm. I, I thought yeah. I was on Google. Yeah, yeah, be you're probably that. right. Yeah, if you ever see Nick slap an ass, you better be careful. <laughs> all right, so so asking, I think we all agree that you know he yeah. definitely has a right to say something, but you know could have maybe now, I, toned it down I slightly. Had a better, you know. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I I uh, I would like to add just to put a the, now. Okay. I don't think Will Smith's a bad guy. Will Smith did a bad thing. He made a bad judgment call in a place and time. Who knows what he's going through, yada, yada, yada. Not making excuses, whatever. Will Smith struck Chris Rock on national television, embarrassed him, all that stuff. Chris Rock sat in it for a year, then he completely unleashes on Will Smith. Mm -hmm. Fair. We're done now. Both of sure. these guys should be adults, and this is not to be a thing between them forever. I think they can both move mm -hmm. on from this. I don't know. I'm not involved in this situation, but from the outside looking in, if I were Will Smith, I'd be like, okay, fuck you. That hurts. Ouch. All right, whatever. Now we're done. Like, there's no need to, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't need to get re-mad at this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't need to meet your anger and then I'll escalate, you know, I hit you. You didn't ask for that. You didn't deserve that. You came back at me with all this shit. Might have fell over the line to me. We're done now. That would be I the got, adult thing to do for everybody. We all move I on. Got Chris one Rock better. doesn't make any more jokes about it. Over the, it's just done. WrestleMania is like a <laughs> month away. <laughs> yeah. You know how much money they can make oh, doing a match at WrestleMania? Come on. Yeah. Book it. Let's do it. That would actually, actually, that I would love to it, see that because it's wrestling, right. so it's staged. And to get exactly. them both on board, like, hey, man, hey, this is exactly. our shake and make up. You can, like, let's you have can, some fun with this. Let's both pad some pockets here. Let's move on. And, you know, whatever. Yep. See? That would be awesome. Book it. Yep. I like it. Let's see it. All right. Any other thoughts on uh, on this Ask Any Question of the Week, guys? I think we uh, I think so. solved it. Yeah. Yeah. We've basically Absolutely. laid out the rest of Chris Rock and Will Smith's career for them. Right. So yeah, what right. more do we need to say? I agree with you. Move on. Will Smith, you've already, already commented that he was he didn't watch it. He was disappointed in what he said, and we hope we could just let it go or something like that. So they're kind of nice. setting it up. I think where it's just like, all right, let's. Yep. You know, let's move on let's, now. Yep. But Chris Rock did mention that, by the way, selective outrage. The reason is it's because Will Smith had uh, uh, displays selective outrage. That's why the special is called ah, selective outrage. Mm, yes. Okay. Yep, yep. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to take another break here and come back with our I'd like that main segment of the evening.
uh, our personal. This is the main event. That's right. Our favorite uh, female superhero characters to get to celebrate the beautiful, strong women of the world. An international, just coming off of International Women's Day. And, and it again, is we're women's celebrate international. It is Women's Month. Mm-hmm. The month of March right. is Women's Month. So get ready to get slapped in the face with some female empowerment. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's right. What I and, you have, and you don't have to pay extra. Nope. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. All the world is waiting for you. And the power you possess. In your satin tights, fighting for your rights, and the old red, white, and blue. Four, three. Well, hello there, and welcome back to Convincing Idiots. I am your resident millennial, Nick. I am here with uh, my friends, Gen X, Brian, and Zenial Dean. But enough about us. This is not about us. Not tonight. Should be. Tonight, no. we celebrate uh, not our greatness, but the greatness of uh, women in our lives and, and mm-hmm. women around us. And uh, it, is, it is International Women's Month and International Women's Day has just passed us. So we thought for our main segment this evening... We would uh, discuss some of our favorite ladies in, uh, could be comic books, pop culture, whatever. I don't know if we set specific parameters uh, or not, but mine, mine are kind of a little bit of, a little bit of everywhere. So um, we've just decided to go down the list here, talk about some of our favorite female characters um, in pop culture. So um, Brian, why don't you start us off? Who, who do you have? Who, who, what, what, uh, what lovely lady uh, is on your list? Brian, do you just have comic book characters like me? I have superheroes. That's what I get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's what I get. Minor pop culture related. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we we need the uh, the mixture, I guess. Yeah. I am the straw uh, that stirs the drink. Mm-hmm. That's why I gravitate drink. towards other things that stir the drink, um, such as... You know, people that have uh, innovative ideas, uh, things like that. Uh, that's why I tend to be on such good terms with our friends at RPM Bike Shop. They are the straw that stirs the drink of a daily commute. Sense. You might be sure. used to public transit, perhaps using the old games to walk about your day, maybe a short little car ride, or the, I mean, if you're living in the or Stone a Age, an old-fashioned pedal bike. But not our friends at RPM Bike Shop. Nope. They're thinking outside the box. They have electric bikes, some of the best in the area to offer you. They are located in Carrollton, Ohio, not too far from where we record here in northeastern Ohio. So feel free to look them up on Facebook. Just type in the search bar, RPM Bike Shop. You can also go to their website, which is rpmbikeshop.com. Don't you like how they made that nice and convenient and easy to remember for you? You can also call them at 330-808-7700. Nine two and stir the drink of your daily commute today with your very own electric bike from our friends at RPM Bike Shop. Very good. Yep. Well, Nick mm-hmm. tells the mm-hmm. truth there, guys. 
Not all the time, but that one that one time he did. That one that I did. That's right. He tells the truth and he did not even need to be lassoed with the golden lasso by the first character that I have here. Probably the most famous female superhero. He does get free handcuffs from his uh from my sister, but that's another thing. That's right. Another time. Most famous female superhero, uh, one of the earliest ones, uh, Wonder Woman. So uh, I would venture to guess that uh, many, many a young girl, uh, you know, fantasized from a superhero perspective about being Wonder Woman. Uh, very and strong. probably some boys, too. We, we don't sure. judge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously, super popular. We all know who she is. Uh, on par of one of the strongest superheroes in general, you know, even uh, can uh, handle herself in a fight with uh, Superman and some of the stronger superheroes that are out there. Um, you know, very popular television series of the seventies. Uh, just, we all know who she is very powerful hero. So, uh, wonder woman, Fine way to start off, I think. It is absolutely. It is the idea that. All right. When was that uh, TV show in the seventies? Uh, so, you know, mid seventies, right? Like mid seventies, right? Yep. Um, and even today, if Linda Carter she was, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if Linda right. Carter just came in on like a background in a TV show, you have that presence about her because she was Wonder Woman. That's right. You're right. That yeah. character did is so strong and powerful that like that actress like has a presence about mm-hmm. her, you know, to this day, 30, 40 years later. And it's kind of carried over to Gal. So yeah, same type of deal. Yeah, exactly. Same. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. For her. If 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 she was never Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot would be just a a, a good actress, right? Sure. You know. Uh, 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 a fantastic model, great actress, but as Wonder Woman, she ha- she commands that presence that uh, Wonder Woman does. So that's right. Yeah, you always saw her as a, you knew she was a woman character. Obviously, we all knew. But, oh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But in the cartoons, and it's just that she was just a strong superhero. You, you kind of there wasn't necessarily thinking that she was a woman. No, she's just a, right. a strong superhero, and I think that was part of the. The intention there, sitting there with the Justice League, she was an equal. Exactly. Yes, yeah. that's it. Um, and that was a huge, um, it was a huge undertaking for for you know back then for when they began putting the Justice League together. That you know that, that this woman, uh, how it doesn't matter regardless of of her powers or her strength, you know, mm-hmm. women were looked lesser than, and they were putting her up at that table. With Superman, with Batman, with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before Jason Momoa, I don't know how powerful uh, Aquaman seemed, um, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Very, very important. Very important hero to introduce yep. uh, at at the time and certainly even today. So, very good. All right, Dean, what do you um, got? Uh, my first on the Mount Rushmore list. Um, she is powerful and, and strong, brilliant, beautiful. Um, she, she, the feats of, of just awesomeness that this woman brings. Um, I'm going to go Nick's mom as the first on 
my list. Um, <laughs> That's a solid pick. Jen, She's a superhero in my life, absolutely. Jen, we don't care. She's a superhero in my life. That's really <laughs> all that matters. Okay, you okay. had your time with her. That's fair. You're right. You're right. It, this is it's your my time, time now. Okay. That's right. So, all right. But other than that, um, no, I did have Wonder Woman on there. I'm going to go with, um, you know what? It's not that my top list, but I actually, Jessica Jones. Um, sure. I didn't, I didn't know a whole lot of, about the, the comic book character. Like I didn't like read that comic, but the Netflix show with Kristen Ritter, uh, Kristen Ritter, I mean, talk about just badassery, right? Mm-hmm. She just, again, the command of the room, the powerness I'd seen her in so many different TV shows and movies and whatnot. And she just, she was, I don't know. She was a good actress, just mousy in some points. Um, but that goes to show us her as an actress, right? Uh, but when you saw her as Jessica Jones with that, the walk and the, just this, the, her presence, like, again, just like Wonder Woman, uh, the presence of her, the, the leather jacket and just, there's something about uh, when she would just kick the shit out of some dude that, you know, would just did it for me. And I'm not, and that is not a mean of, you know, sex, sexually did it for me. I'm like, yeah, I see her as a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones is uh, first on my Mount Rushmore. Very Thanks. good. Good pick. Nick? Um, yeah. I'm going to kind of spoof off or uh, kind of go off what you said about the, uh, you know, not being super familiar with the character from comic books, but certainly uh, this this character has been uh, both in the movies and, and Netflix show and everything like that. Um, she is a super villain, but certainly Wanda Maximoff, uh, Scarlet Witch, very commanding yep. character. Um, and certainly in, uh, you know, and what we've seen of her and the Netflix show and the, um, the movies and stuff like that, she is the, uh, she is that the old saying of like, uh, angry mama bear, you don't mess with a mama bear, like personified, right? Like she goes for her. I mean, you fuck with her family and find out like she's powerful and she's, she was a, she was a villain, but she wasn't a villain for like domination. She was a, she was something she she was looking for kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She went back the wrong way. I think pretty much any mother or any good mother can uh, relate to that right. feeling. Certainly, well, like uh, very, on my list. very powerful, right? And I, I loved my favorite part of that, uh, the Doctor Strange movie, the uh, Multiverse of Madness or whatever, is where she just goes fucking nuts and just destroys everything and everyone, crushing people and just so awesome. So certainly, yeah, not, not the superhero angle, but uh, definitely a strong female character. And like you said, um, for very humanizing reasons that she is a villain. You know what I mean? There's certainly motives that you can understand, you know, where she's coming from. So uh, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch is my first. She was on my list too, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful. One of the most powerful heroes that are out there. And there was a time in the comics where she even, I recall correctly, she, with her power, she took away all the mutant powers there for a while. You know, just use that. She's that powerful wow. of a force. Yep. So, all right. I got uh, Nick. I'm sorry, Nick. Ahead. Did you have Wonder Woman? I did. Also, not. okay. Nope. Okay. I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. That's all right. Kind of along the same line as Scarlet Witch. I have Jean Grey. Jean Grey of the X Men. Mm-hmm. So, 
uh, again, one of the most powerful, if not, well, one of the most powerful mm -hmm. mutants for sure with her uh, uh, mind uh, powers. And then certainly she became the Phoenix and then mm. tragically became the dark Phoenix when her powers is, it's kind of overtook her. Uh, but just very good in the storyline. She was one of the first uh, X-Men ever, literally one on the, on the very first team that existed um, and portrayed very well in, in the movie. So I liked the Famke, Jan Famke Jansen's version. Famke Jensen. Thank you very much. Her version of her in the original X-Men movies, the Fox uh, movies in the early 2000s, I thought was just stellar. And they had a young girl portray her in the reboot. It was pretty good, but uh, Famke, if, Famke Jensen. Thank you. Uh, did a great job in that. So just a very interesting character, powerful and tragic all at the same time. And I'm sure we'll see her again as the X-Men are reintroduced into the Marvel Universe now that they have the rights again. So yeah. that's my second one there. Nice. Yep. Dean? Um, I also had Scarlet Witch, um, but I'm going to go over to the DC of it all and go with Supergirl been portrayed mm -hmm. in very many comic books uh different uh, tv shows and movies or whatnot but you know hey she's from krypton she has the same lineage as uh kal-el she's a mm -hmm. badass uh i mean she can do everything that he can do sure. and and look good doing it so um yeah supergirl is my uh on my mount rushmore nice. very good very good. Uh, I am going to, this is not uh, from comic books necessarily, so this is where I went, you know, pop culture, but, but not comic books per se. Um, a subject that is near and dear to all of our hearts is Star Wars, Princess Leia. Princess Leia is a uh, very Perfect. strong, commanding character, certainly, and no, by no means was she ever a damsel in distress. No. Uh, yeah. She handled her own shit, and I really loved uh watching the Obi-Wan series where we see a child Leia, you know, really she don't uh, the way, command. Yeah, that she handles herself and she's just she was <clears throat> never that type of girl. She was always meant to be a hero in her own right. And uh so Princess Leia was just always a, a strong character uh throughout Star Wars and the uh amazing Carrie Fisher did an incredible job bringing that character to life and giving that aura to her that we all know her for. Um so yeah, Princess Leia. <laughs> Yeah, very good. This very good one, sir. Yeah, and yeah, you know, especially you know me having a daughter. I I know we've talked about this before, but it's good. I really like the fact that they have strong female characters in these movies that little girls can look up to. Like yeah. I said, we've already talked about Wonder Woman, and you're right, Princess Leia is right up there. So you know, looking up at Han Solo and Luke and talking down to them, looking up and yelling at Chewbacca and being unafraid. Mm -hmm. Like you say, it's just, yeah. And Vader standing up to Vader. Yeah, just the whole thing. You're right. Just yep. a very, very, very good, powerful character for sure. Leadership, power. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yet she's still a woman. She's confident you know, in herself. She was stuff. always, yeah, very just confident in herself, you know, assured. And yeah, definitely always had a purpose and knew what she was going for. Yeah. yeah. Good character. Very good. Excellent. So, all right. Brian, who you got? Uh, I'm going to give you Black Widow. So, Black Widow was already kind of an interesting comic book character, assassin, 
Uh, but then certainly with Scarlett Johansson, uh, her portrayal of her in the Marvel movies really took that character to a whole other level. And as we know, no superpowers, just a, a lady that could just kick ass and fight and shoot and everything else. So very interesting character. And Again, why I have Nick's mom on my list. There you go. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Yeah, so just that's it. I, I really enjoy it. First, I like Black Widow. I'm like, ah, eh, not really. I kind of knew who she was and all that, but when you saw her portrayed on the big screen, I'm like, yes, this is this is good. This is uh, again just took the character, like I said, to the to a whole whole new heights in the Marvel movies, thanks to Scarlett Johansson. Dean, what else you got? All right. <clears throat> um. My last one uh, that I have my list, I mean, I can think of more, but I just made my uh, Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But last of my Mount Rushmore is Captain Marvel. Sure. I mean, given the just one-on-one and with no interference, she would have easily just killed Thanos, right? Uh, You know, she is one of the most powerful... Uh, superheroes in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, just for that alone, I mean, out of all of the superheroes, you know, she's she's one of the most powerful. Absolutely, she's on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good pick. Um, I'm going. Uh, well, here's another. Here's a comic book character for you, Batgirl. Um, sure. Batgirl for the simple fact of that she's Barbara Gordon, and it would have mm-hmm. been easy for her to be complacent with her place in life, and but she took it upon herself to become her own uh, brand of vigilante, and uh, I just think that's pretty admirable. It's kind of cool that, like I said, just being that who she was, and her father is the police commissioner, that she still took on that persona and decided to, to have that life for herself, that it was that important for her to uh, be her a hero in her own right. So, uh, Batgirl. Very good. Excellent. Um, I have her on my honorable mention, Nick, by the way. Okay. Uh, I have uh, Storm. So Storm, another mm. X, X-Man. Uh, I always thought she was a cool character. You know, the interesting mutant powers to control weather and the storm. Um, and just, just a, such a cool look. You know, powerful uh, uh, lady with a, you know, black lady with a white hair. And for a while, she had a mohawk in the 80s and stuff. So just very, very good. And the fact, again, it's just, that's just, you know, a powerful female, black female superhero. I mean, she was one, uh, one of the, uh, one of the first, certainly, that were very prominent in the comics when the X Men, mm-hmm. you know, kind of brought on a whole new team at the right. time, you know, with uh, Wolverine and Colossus and all that. You know, Storm was definitely she was part of that uh, that new group at the time. She has gone on to kind of lead different versions of the X Men in the comics. Um, so yeah, and, and again, and also portrayed very very. I love Halle Berry's version of her in the X-Men sure. movies. Yeah, you know, she looked the part. That was very interesting. So, yeah, I always always liked the character. So, Storm. That that that's my five uh, my female superhero Mount Rushmore. Nice. Nice. Dean any others? Um, 
No, I, I, I've given my five, you know, given who I've said and some of the ones you've said, you guys have said, I have, you know, the same. But uh, I can include one more if you need it. Um, I'm going to go Wednesday Adams, portrayed by uh, Jenna Ortega. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because cause you like her. <laughs> She's you know, her. Her SNL yeah. uh, is coming up this weekend. Oh, this Saturday. I, yeah. I mm-hmm. have it. I have. I have actually the date tattooed on my arm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Who did that sure. for you? You know what? I think you might have gotten that tattoo. And from our last sponsor here, gentlemen, the Golden Heart Tattoos. So oh. that's right. So that's right. if you're I mean, if you're trying to remember when Jenna Ortega is going to host SNL, or maybe when the <laughs> next uh, Wednesday Adams uh, series is set to uh, start again, or something like that, or yeah, you just have a grocery list, maybe, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or or you want to get something that's maybe more artistic. Maybe you want to get a tattoo of a storm. Or Princess Leia, or some of these powerful or Nick female heroes, as Princess Leia, absolutely Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know, maybe Nick's mom dressed as uh, Black Widow, or something like yeah. that. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I have that actually tattooed on my inner thigh. Sure, we get absolutely. me as Princess Leia, my mom as Black Widow, standing back to back doing a Charlie's Angels kind of thing. That would be that would be the Ooh, way to go. I like that. No, actually, <laughs> you're you're on one inner thigh. She's on the other. I do the chicken dance, and you guys fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very good. So, uh, give Golden Heart Tattoo a call at 234 706 2982. They can be found in the uh, Norton, Ohio area. Find them on Facebook also at Golden Heart Norton and their website, Golden Heart Tattoos.com. So, they do great work there. And uh, look Stop them in. up. Give uh, Greg and uh, Scott a kiss for us. That's Two right. Keys. Like I said mm-hmm. last week, I contacted Scott to get some more work done, and he's booked up through until April. So their appointments fill up quickly. Give them a call today. Nick, any others on your list? Sir? Yes, uh, I have two more that I initially wrote down, and then I've got one more that I thought of uh, since two mentioned. So uh, mm-hmm. real quick, uh, the other two that I had on my list, another Star Wars one was Ahsoka Tana. Uh, definitely Ooh, an incredible Jedi female character. Um, yes. You know, big fan from the Clone Wars series. Uh, absolutely loved her uh, Rosario Dawson's portrayal of her in The Mandalorian. Very excited mm-hmm. for her show that is coming as well. Um, so definitely Ahsoka Tana is just an awesome, kick-ass, strong character. Um, and then the other one that I had on my list is is certainly pop culture, but uh, uh, I didn't imagine either one of you guys were going to have her on your list. Uh, from the Terminator franchise, Sarah Connors uh, is also on my list. Yeah. Sarah Connors Ooh. went through some fucking shit. Man, right. and she—that's another one. Just kick ass, gritty. You know, mm-hmm. never say die. Just she, Sarah Connors was a total badass. So I had to put her up there as well. Uh, and then lastly, the other one I was thinking of while we were sitting here, uh, you were speaking about Storm, and I was starting to think from our last episode. Uh, we were talking about uh, genius characters as well, mm-hmm. and uh, she also could have slid into this conversation as well, but Shiri from the Black Panther, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, T'Challa's sister. Uh, mm-hmm. There's actually a, quite a few characters you could pick from the, Bla- the Black Panther franchise uh, yes. as a strong female character, but Shiri especially, 
very intelligent, genius level uh, girl creates a lot of the tools that they use and, and the way that they uh, use vibranium in Wakanda and uh, it becomes the Black Panther and uh, just once again, just kick ass. So that's uh, that was that was my list. I initially the ones I had written down were Scarlet Witch, Batgirl. Uh, Princess Leia, Ahsoka Tana, and, and Sarah Connors, and then Sherry, I just thought of while we were talking about it. So perfect. That yeah. is mine's. Well, yeah, a couple more superheroes just to, to mm-hmm. rattle off here. My honorable mention. Uh, I also had Supergirl. My honorable uh, honorable mention as uh, uh, Invisible Woman. So the Fantastic Four. Sue Richards, very powerful, super okay. intelligent. Uh, interesting powers, all that. I've always enjoyed the you know, all the Fantastic Four in their own right, but uh, Invisible Woman and very interesting. Uh, Catwoman. So she kind of goes sure, back yeah. and forth between hero and villain, but definitely a very powerful character in the in the uh, Batman universe uh, for certain. Uh, she Hulk always been an interesting character to begin with, and then you know certainly different prominence on having her own. Series and another favorite uh, X Man for me. A lot of X X Men. Uh, Rogue. So Rogue was um, mm, yeah also portrayed in the movie series. So Rogue again has the power to with her bare skin can if she touches you she absorbs your powers whatever your powers happen to be. So she's also one of the most powerful mutants in her own right. I'm sure we'll see nice. her again eventually sure. as well. Plenty more we could pick from. I'm sure, and I could probably could speak for all of us, Joe, when I say another group of super women in the universe are the lovely women in our lives who support us doing this ridiculous show and everything that we do. So, you know, thank you to the women in our lives, our significant others, our our mothers, all the mothers. Yeah, thank you, lovely daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely daughter, Peyton. We would not be who we are today. We would be much, much worse people without uh, without them in our lives. That's that's for well sure. Well said. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Gentlemen. I think, I think we solved the world's problems. We did. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, Nick. Yep. You take us out, uh, sir, please remind the folks. Right. Uh, however you want to do it is just up to you. I don't know if you have any suggestions, Dean, or anything. Well, for, or you have to see a thought, Nick? Well, I was just going to say, I think maybe, you know, sometimes, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we get, and this happens a lot uh, in, in culture with, with women, right? We They feel that they need to, uh, you know, look the certain way or act a certain way or society for so long has told us they need to be a certain way. But sometimes that's right. just the all natural approach is the way to go because that's right. That's what uh, we all love about the ladies in our lives. So tonight we're just going to do a regular ass outro. No filters here. No filters here. No filters. Just us. Just right. us. From us to you. So we are convincing idiots. As Words I have stated, that is right. You can find the links to all of our social media accounts. So we would greatly appreciate it if you would like, uh, subscribe, rate, review, and all of those wonderful things on all of our social media accounts, YouTube page, all that good stuff. All that stuff you can find on our Convincing Idiots link tree. Just Google Convincing Idiots Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. You can also find that information as well as our merch store, uh, ways that you can help out the show, and links to all of the podcast platforms in which you can listen to us each and every week on our website. And that is convincingidiots.wordpress.com 
So, for yet another episode of Convincing Idiots, I am your millennial, Nicholas. I'm the zennial they call Dean. Ryan Gen X. Have we slapped the shit out of you and convinced you to give your mother a call? Wish her a happy International Women's Month. Come on. Call your mother. Say your mother for me. Dean's gonna call my mom. Welcome and thank you for checking us out this week for Convincing Idiots. This week we have pop culture we talk about, as we do every week, and this also with Ask an Idiot, Chris Rock. Was he the bully with his new Netflix special? Did he turn the tides? We talk about that much, much more, but then the meat of it, the main event, we talk about National Women's Month is given us so many women, so many great women in our lives, so many, so many great women in. No, I fucked that up. No, the month has given us so many great. All the best yeah. women were born in this month. Yeah, I, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I tried to like talk my way out of it, and I realized that I'm just digging myself deeper. Oh no, so. it's a wall. It's another wall. It's another right. wall. Like... Exactly. I'm like, all right, just tap out. There's that fucking windows. All right.